0: This is Donnie Tuttle, the Sell Anywhere trainer, coach, and practitioner. Welcome to the only podcast designed for the remote sales professional and the remote leader. Helping you live with more joy, more freedom, and more productivity. We believe that your talent is not limited to years of code and that you can build the life that you want while selling from anywhere. What is up, Sell Anywhere, Sell Everywhere crowds, masses and hordes of animals who are selling and serving at the same time. Uh, This is Donnie Tuttle, your host, and Sell Anywhere sales coach with Southwestern Consulting. And we've got someone who is super cool on the phone with us today. I met her in Maine. She actually, I'll I'll let her disclose her location to you in a little while. She is a self-described social media nerd. She actually does some coaching around that and has given me some really good tips. She is definitely a very intentional entrepreneur and uh, helps a ton of businesses all over. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, welcome the Sell Anywhere awesomeness of Chelsea Fournier. Chelsea, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks for having me on. I'm so honored to be uh, to be a part of this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, before we go anywhere, just give us the lowdown. What's your sitch? Where are you at? What, what do you, where are you selling from today or yesterday? Or, you know, where are you at?
1: Every day, yeah. Sure thing. So, yeah, it's so cool that we met in Maine while your family was there. And I'm from Maine originally and spent a lot of the beginning part of my career, actually, in Portland, Maine, which is an awesome place and the beginning part of my career was in um, more of a corporate uh, ladder setting, if you will, of being a corporate attorney. And uh, really just, this is the first year that myself and my um, fairly new husband, we got married on New Year's Eve, super exciting. And we have gotten to a place now where all of our businesses can be run uh, from anywhere. So I am currently selling from anywhere in a a new apartment, little home office in Wilmington, North Carolina. We decided we wanted to ditch the cold winters of Maine and try somewhere new. So we're we're just settling into a new community and uh, and seeing how we like it.
0: <laughs> I love it. So tell me, give me a little bit of your why. Let me let me peek into just the heart of you. And and by the way, you just got married to an awesome guy and yeah. motion picture star that I met, uh, Mr. Bernie Button. A uh, little little shout out to that man. But uh, give me like. Take us to your why, why Why are you guys, why wouldn't you just stay where you were at in Maine doing what you were doing before?
1: Yeah, um, well, I guess, you know, I spent a lot of my 20s, maybe some of your listeners can relate to this, I spent a lot of my 20s in a desk. <laughs> so I went to college, I went straight through to law school. And they kept,
0: they kept you inside of a desk?
1: Oh, they kept you at a desk. <laughs> <laughs> they would have if they could have. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: so, you know, I just spent so much of my 20s, not like continually putting things off because, oh, I would be able to travel when X promotion happened or when, you know, Y thing happened in my life. And I just started to realize, you know, we, we just got married. We had just been exploring like, hey, do we want to stay in the apartment that we're in? Do we want to, you know, where do we want to be? And part of my personal mission this is a bit of my soapbox, is that I really want to personally live this and inspire others to be what I call free-range humans. (laughs)
0: Love it.
1: Right? Like we hear so much about where we get our chicken, but what about our humans? And uh, (laughs) so what I mean about that is that there's so many of us who are visionaries, change makers, dreamers, people who have fantastic ideas, and I think that um, perhaps we could all agree, regardless of politics or beliefs, that the world could use a little bit more dreaming, change-making, and vision brought into life these days. And I'm really passionate about showing people that there is a way that they can buy back some of their time. If they're feeling chained to a desk or stuck in a cubicle and know they're meant to do more, then they they are. You know, and there are options to do that. So we really just try to live by example. We Um, you know, work, we work hard, play hard. um, There's certain things that we like to stick to of Tuesday night date nights. And every birthday, my husband likes to wake up on a a mountaintop. So we craft all these crazy hikes and stuff. So we really are trying to show that you can have it all just not all at the very same moment, right. Um, And so we just wanted to try somewhere new and see if we couldn't plunk ourselves into a new community and, and make an impact.
0: I love it, and uh, actually when you what you said earlier resonates deeply with me and uh, and I know you 're a coach i 'm a coach and and I always say that i I will do the things that I wish to give others permission to do it It would be yeah. so hypocritical of me to say You can do this it is, whether it 's to my children or my clients and 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 then not do it myself and so uh, like i 'm hearing it 's almost like you got tired of that that special moment that most of us have in our minds where we say it's the win, oh, I'll do this when yeah. uh, you know, yeah. I get to this income level or I get when I get the promotion or when I get married or whatever, and you guys just decided your win was now, was now. <laughs> totally gosh, I love that um chelsea tell me, so get me into the business side of this. I know that yeah. you guys if you've you're doing a few things, it's not like um it's not like anyone just uh walked up to you with a wand and says. Uh, Chelsea, I hereby bestow upon you the right to move everywhere and here's a million dollars to do it. Uh, How are you doing this? How are you funding this this adventure of life you have?
1: Yeah, so we are, um, I think like many entrepreneurs, juggling a couple different projects. So cobbling together, I think, is the new steady job or what it used to be. And so my background is actually as a startup attorney. Uh, Previously, that was my primary and sole career. And um, it really became a shift over the past couple of years of starting to have side hustles. So, you know, I was not the story of saying, oh, I had a business idea and it took off and I could quit my job. <laughs> I really needed to have a side hustle to explore what it meant to be an entrepreneur, to have some failures, mm. um, you know, to learn from, get messy. And then finally started to see a couple of the ventures that really resonated personally and, um, you know, to our mission, but also where we're starting to pay off financially, and so right now our primary businesses are one that we run together is in the field of network marketing. So a different form of sales. And we work in a really cool industry called biohacking. So we get to talk to people about their health and optimizing their nutrition and nutrigenomics. So that's really cool. And I think every entrepreneur should be biohacking to their health, right? Isn't that a fun wow.
0: word? Yeah, it just feels like I'm doing something <laughs> wrong, but right at the I same know. time. It's yeah. sneaky and yeah, okay
1: is and I think a lot of entrepreneurs need to pay more attention to your health because you don't get a sick day, you know
0: so mm.
1: That's a big part of what we do, but also um, I am a social media nerd, and actually really because of being a student over the past three, four years of realizing that I wanted to utilize social media in a way to grow my my network, my influence, and my sales at the end of the day, but I didn't want to do it in a spammy, salesy. Easy way that I, I just felt like was being represented or modeled to me in my industry. Mm. And there's for sure people in network marketing doing it really beautifully, and so I started to latch on and, and be mentored and hire coaches and learn. Can we really utilize online marketing in a way that's both authentic and efficient? And so I started developing all these systems and you know becoming one of the top producers in, in our team and. We hit the top 1% of sales in in our company and started to realize, oh, I actually really like teaching this above and beyond just to people in my team. So I started a coaching and training business that's been taking off and attracting some amazingly talented clients that I get to work with and am honored to be uh, working alongside. And then uh, my husband also does ride sharing to, you know, cobble together some now money and residual income. And I think that's just the practical way, if you're doing, you know, the laptop lifestyle is not just sitting at a beach and <laughs>
0: taking
1: a blog post and hoping <laughs> all together, right? We, uh, we're Contrary
0: having, to Instagram, right?
1: Right, right. We're putting, uh, you know, we're putting in our time, uh, paying our dues, if you will, in these new industries, but having fun along the way because you've got to enjoy the journey.
0: Okay. I want to I ask you about that, uh, the journey and having fun on it um, in a moment but uh, it, uh, like, take me to the teaching, coaching, and training business because it sounds like that almost happened as a byproduct of what you were doing, almost accidentally, but, but because of the lifestyle you've chosen, it's almost like you had freedom to explore that. Um, take us there for a little bit.
1: Yeah, you know, and you're, you're totally nailing that because I've been, um, you know, really, my network marketing business, I just adore the industry. I love bringing people through the process of you know, mentoring them, Well, it was pretty – I initially started developing a couple freebies and resources for people who just weren't the right fit to work with me and my team. But I saw that they had lots of questions, and I didn't really feel like there's a lot of trainers that teach the way I do. And so when people were asking me questions, I was like, oh, man, I really want to help you, but I can't just give my time away for free all day. And so I started creating some freebies and some PDFs and – And then I started a Facebook group and said, hey, that's a great question. I'll answer it in the group. And that way, if anybody else is wondering the same thing, you know, so I I started creating this tribe that now the Facebook group is called the tribe of intentional entrepreneurs.
0: The tribe of intentional entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. So entrepreneurs
1: who are doing it on purpose, especially in direct sales or network marketing or running a home-based business. And what's been really cool is there's some people who've been along that journey the entire time of seeing my first freebie or seeing my first live video in that training to now investing with working uh, with me in my new, a brand new actually, a group coaching program called Master Your Daily Plan that really helps you know, network marketing entrepreneurs, really every entrepreneur. One of the biggest struggles I found was, you know, you, you're used to a very structured day if you've been in the employee model, And then the pro and con of being the one that has to plan your entire day. (laughs) And so I'm really working with people who are running a home-based business. They're doing it part-time, usually on top of a full-time job to try to get to that tipping point where their plan B can maybe become their plan A financially. And really helping people to master some of those like CEO mindset, like stepping into running a business, not like a hobby, but like a business, even if it's part-time. And so I, I did. I just started to work with people and then they said, oh, well, you know, I, I'm happy to pay you for your coaching. And, and so I did kind of stumble and bumble for a little bit and then realized uh, I needed to invest in working with a business coach myself to really understand this model of how to help people at different levels and, and bring them through the transformation I really want to. And so this past six months, I would say that business, um, just Chelsea Fournier Online has been really starting to take off and attract some fantastic influencers. And uh, was honored to be on the stage with some amazing trainers uh, down in Orlando at one of my mentor's events recently and was a keynote speaker at a direct sales uh, company's event recently. So it's just been really cool to see that there are folks who really need and want what I'm trying to put together and, and seeing it come together is really fun.
0: Oh, wow. Uh, so much, so much to ask you and to talk to you about. I, I want to I go back to um, uh, really the, the point where you were m- maybe leaving your, the attorney firm that you were part of, where they kept you inside of a desk. Um, but but, uh, but I'm, I'm just wondering, like the, the courage, the courage it, it takes courage, right, to take that first step. Out into uh, into right the, the great unknown and did you was it the side hustle that enabled you to do that at first or like how did you how did you get the courage and then and then how did you take that step and and uh, like how do you feel about that now
1: yeah sure well and that, you know I just want to be really honest I think sometimes listeners to this type of podcast really just need to know that they can relate to people who are doing different things and for me it wasn't courage at all. It was uh, realizing that I physically had to make a change. I was stressed out. I was gaining weight. I was suffering from anxiety, insomnia. Like the day-to-day lifestyle of what I had chosen as a profession did not fit my personality well. Mm. It wasn't that they were asking me to do more than I could. It wasn't anything other than uh, I was all of a sudden waking up in a life where from the outside looking in. You know, I was wearing the suits, I had an assistant, I was being promoted, I was given great responsibility as a young associate. And what it was really translating into for me as a already type A personality, already naturally hard on myself, was just this it, it, crippling weight on my shoulders that really didn't need to be there.
0: Mm. And,
1: you know, whether it was that I was too immature to be able to stand up for myself or whatever it was... Um, There was one morning, and I can picture it. It was a Tuesday morning, and I needed to be in the office to go run a closing. This was pretty early into my career. It took me several years beyond this to really have my plan B, but it was a Tuesday morning. I was getting ready, and I was on the floor, unable to breathe, and I was realizing that if at the age of 28, I was suffering from anxiety at this level. It, it was the breakdown that I needed before I could even begin to hope that there could be a breakthrough, right? And so I didn't have the answer that day. To be honest, I, it's not like the next day I was like, and then I launched a podcast. <laughs> right? But, and then I allowed myself to brainstorm and I allowed myself to be open-minded, to look at opportunities, to try things, to enter a business plan competition, to start a podcast, which I actually did do. So I just allowed myself to dabble and to think about how I could take the skill sets that I was using that might just fit my personality and lifestyle in a better way. And so it really was, you know, a couple of years and a couple failures later that I, I really came upon the plan B in network marketing that for me became that tipping point. But it really was that day that I can look back to that I didn't have the answer, but I just knew I wasn't willing to settle for that level of... Um, you know, just unhappiness and, and not feeling satisfied and having those physical impacts in my body. Of course, we don't want anyone to get to a place where they're having a wake-up call based on a heart attack or, you know, stress levels, but I think it's something a lot of people suffer with.
0: You, you know what I love about that, Chelsea, is that um, going back to what we were talking about, like that when, so many people, well, they'll just put up with that, and they'll and they'll say, yeah. well, when, and you know, when I get here, then maybe I can make a change, or it 's almost like the old saying, like one day my my ship will come in, but uh, but I also love the fact that you 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 allowed yourself you said to dabble like you 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 weren't really necessarily married to success in the process you were just you were willing to take the journey yeah and not like in your type a person what was did you find that hard to not um, like to, to, to dabble and, not, and, and and let's just say play or maybe even, even approach it like a, with the mindset of a child that's willing to to fall a little bit. Was that, because that seems like it's probably foreign to your personality. If you are looking to perfect the art and science of selling anywhere, I've got something for you. It's at the sales And when you go to the sales you're going to find the sell anywhere classroom. Now we have a free portion of that for you, which is the sell at home survival kit, and that is six video sessions and the ultimate guide and checklist of things that you need when you're selling from anywhere. That is absolutely free. And if you want to engage with us on a deeper level, you can go over there right now and take a look at the Salesclassroom.com. It has all the best stuff from this podcast and from my life practices in selling from anywhere. We'll see you there at thesalesclassroom.com.
1: I actually grew up as a creative. I grew up in the dance world. Really? I grew up like hanging out with musicians at the Bates Dance Festival. like So I, yes, have the propensity to be like super anal, detail oriented, and that made me a really good lawyer. But my heart is like, you know, I make ridiculously silly jokes. I sing all the time. I dance around the apartment. I'm very physical like as an athlete. (laughs) And there's actually a quote that I love. And this was so helpful for me through my transition. What is have it? Have you ever, have you read the book, uh, The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield?
0: No, I've seen, oh I've seen God. it around maybe by you and maybe by some other people, but no, it The War of Art.
1: Listeners, buy The War of Art. So there's, um, Stephen Pressfield has a quote in the beginning of the book and it says, most of us have two lives, the life we live and the unlived life within us between the two stands resistance.
0: Whoa. Isn't
1: that powerful?
0: Whoa, say that again.
1: Yeah, so most of us have two lives. The life that we actually live and the unlived life within us, between the two stands resistance. Wow. And we all feel resistance, I think, in relation to the shoulds. We should get a job, we should go to school, we should buy the picket fence, whatever you should feel like the should pressure is, And I think what happened for me on that day is I didn't have the answers, I just decided to release myself from the should battle.
0: Yeah, stop being a should head.
1: I know, stop shooting all over yourself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So So what
0: what replaces the should? What what did you replace that with?
1: um, Purpose. I've replaced it with really trying to identify what my purpose is, the biggest impact that I can have on people uh, really, just exploring the way that I can bring the most value to the world. Hopefully, to individuals—you know, one one person a day that I can help, either through my my network marketing business or by coaching them or inspiring them—that's meaningful life, to me.
0: Life changer. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and uh, you sparked me with a quote, one of my favorites that I I, I mention as frequently as I can, is the of course Henry David Thoreau. And you probably know this one, right? Most men lead lives of quiet desperation. Mm. and and die or actually or go to the grave with their song still in them and um yeah just like uh, that is that's that's absolutely i think that's why we connected in maine but just over that that common core value so i want to take us take us into the practical a little bit chelsea (laughs) um so like there's multiple businesses that's Mm -hmm. hard by the way like you like like to switch hats or i i could imagine that it would be but I want to I want to know some of the how and so, we're talking about uh, we're talking about the tools that you use. We're talking about how you have a mindset that's not just uh, you know laying around in your pajamas eating potato chips all day. Uh, we're talking about some of the methods of how do you how do you switch back and forth where like hey my home is an office nope my home's a, you know my home is a place of love for my husband and I like yeah. how do you like give me some of the practical hows of yeah. uh, of this lifestyle for you.
1: Yeah, well, and I think something that's been really enlightening to me recently and working with the business coach that I work, this has been really uh, some she, something that she keeps harping on me about, is really that when you're an entrepreneur, especially if someone's, you know, selling, working from home, the two things that I've been working on the most that have been delivering the best results are actually mindset and self-care and fun. Because explain. I'm, kind
0: of a, I'm loving I'm, this like, explain. Yeah,
1: I'm a hard worker. I'm a, you know, French Canadian from Maine. I'll outwork anyone give me a deadline, I'll beat it. And So when you're an entrepreneur, there's no end. Like the second you <laughs> launch, you know, like I'm launching a group coaching program on Tuesday. It's not like I'm going to be done. Like I want to make it better. I want the next launch to be better. Right. And so you really need to have like this Zen and the art of entrepreneurship to realize that, you know, I really need to live by my calendar.
0: Gosh, I love this.
1: Like, I, well, I got out of law and was like, I'm never going to track my time again. You know, like the billable hours, the bane of my existence. <laughs> but, what, but what I realized is that I actually need to be the employer um, once a week to plan out my schedule and then almost be my own employee to execute. And so my um, Google calendar gives some people anxiety and makes some people feel very calm <laughs> because I literally plan out everything. I have meditation and mindset practice in the morning. I have workouts. I have date night. I have when I'm working on my network marketing business. I have when I'm mentoring my team. And I just map out and allow space for spontaneity and things that come up. But for me, um, it's mindset. It's putting the self-care and non-negotiables into my calendar before everything else, because otherwise it gets eaten up because there's never an end of what I could or should be doing to grow my businesses. And that the mindset practice has been really huge for me of even just a simple meditation in the morning or visualization, reading affirmations has been a big part of um, the past six months for me, especially uh, read, reading and rereading uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill is part of my morning practice. Because if I, if I don't spend the time to really dial my mindset in, I could take a bunch of action and it's going to be really crappy action. But if I take the time to dial in my mindset in the morning and then I sit down and I know what I'm supposed to be doing and I just do it, I get way better results, way better closing, way better conversions, way better inspiration to my team. And so really, especially if you're leading, you know, I know your audience is either getting into sales or maybe um, leading, maybe even a sales team, I'm not sure. But the better you can show up into your day, And finding that morning routine or bedtime routine, or it sounds kind of silly, like we're kids, but that that structure of really allowing yourself to be the best version of yourself is how I and I think how many people uh, really show up to be that present salesperson.
0: Okay, I am I am loving this. I I totally uh, agree with you. So I'm hearing a lot of calendar, a lot of schedule, but. But 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 it's also but it's also you saying, doggone it! This is the person I'm going to be, and I deserve to have you know fun. I de- I am des- going to love my life now. I'm not waiting for a win to love my life. I'm not waiting until my course is perfect or until I have this much in sales. I'm going to plan that throughout my. I think you said your wows earlier. Uh, plan my wows into my week, into my day. Um, there there are. And this is something I'm working on too. I, I find that I actually don't even own my time management unless I have these little wow moments and that's what motivates me. So I mm. need, I need that. That's my fuel. It's, it's my DNA. So, um, so can you give some practical examples of, of like what that is? You mentioned a date night, but, but if you mm. were to look at your, your calendar, can and you mention some of the, the mindset things in the morning, but can you give yes. us some things that actually keep you in this state and keep you, keep you rocking and rolling with this?
1: Yeah. Oh my God. I'm going to tell you something I've done for the past two weeks that's like changed my week. Oh my gosh. I'm not taking any appointments on Monday. Blows my mind how much more effective I can step into my week and get a handle on my schedule and then have just one day at my office because otherwise I was feeling like I really needed to do a lot on Sunday to get ready for the week. But if I just don't take appointments and do the non-money making stuff or the planning or the strategy or outreach on Monday that I know I need to do to keep my funnel filled, then the rest of the day start, uh, the rest of the week starts to fill up really naturally. So something I really try to work on is to not crash land into Monday, um, you know, to have
0: Um, (laughs) not crash land into Monday. (laughs) I love it.
1: And a really simple tool, if your listeners are into kind of you know how they can better manage their calendar. I use this a free um, software, I guess you would call it, called Calendly, yeah. that allows me to have blocks of time where you know my coaching clients can book me at these times, and they have access to that calendar. My network marketing team members have a different calendar where they can get me on the times I'm available for that business. So it does take a little bit of upfront planning of like when do I want to be available for different activities in my business. Like every Friday on my personal profile on Facebook, I interview an entrepreneur, made a calendar for that so I can send it out to people. So some of those, you know, this may sound super overwhelming to someone who like is just stepping into planning their own time. But what I started to find was if I created visual color blocks of things that are non negotiable for me, like I don't take appointments before nine, I don't take appointments after five on Tuesday nights for date night, Sundays are day off together. You know, I've got my workouts planned out at least two weeks in advance. Of you know, am I going to bar class or Zumba class? Like, I literally plan all of that out so that the rest of my time can get filled up, hopefully, with money-making appointments.
0: Ooh, I love it! All right, so give me give me some examples of this day candy that you have, Chelsea. Like, I'm hearing <laughs> I'm hearing Zumba, I'm hearing date night. Uh, yeah. What 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 is it? Like, give me give me just like a, a few little because I think we we need to have like that that annual and then quarterly and then monthly, yeah. weekly and daily little little treats that we give ourselves. What yeah. are your treats that you really look forward to that actually make you like excited to be you?
1: Yeah, I really look forward to I love our mornings. My husband and I don't really take any appointments before 9am. We either go to the gym when we were living on the beach, we would go for a beach walk in the morning. I really enjoy that time instead of immediately picking up my phone and seeing a gazillion emails I need to get back to we It takes self-control. It doesn't happen every day. Some days I get stuck in the scroll hole sooner than I want. But I love our mornings together, and I really try to honor that. Uh, I I make sure that I get at least four to five workouts in. I try to sprinkle them in. We just joined a YMCA here in our new community to try to meet people because it's weird being 34 and not having friends in a new community. (laughs) So we're, like, trying to find some workout classes that we can do together to go meet other people. Huh. Um, our, t- our Tuesday night dates, like honestly, some nights it's just staying in and finishing unpacking our boxes, but it's phones off. Um, some nights it's like, hey, let's go check out a new restaurant. You know, it doesn't always have to be fancy, but it is always carved out as a unavailable time.
0: I love so, that. I mean,
1: those are really, and then time with my business coach goes in before anything because I'm paying her, so I want to show up, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then once a quarter, ish it's usually like pretty spot on once a quarter we do um at least two nights away unplugged and um, doesn't have to be fancy again just uh, renting an airbnb we just got back from boone north carolina up in the mountains we just did two nights away uh this cute little cabin on the on the river really just finding ways to plan ahead to always have something that you're looking forward to that's not a deadline or a quota or a rank advancement like really feeding your soul of, of who you are so that it doesn't just become a blur of growing your business, you know?
0: Yes, yes. Listen, we, I I, I preach this. I try to live this as best as I can, but we've got to exist for ourselves mm-hmm. before we ever even flip on our business. And in everything from emails and text messages, all those things that just make things so accessible and who's liking my you know my posts and oh, all of all of dopamine. those things right it's, yeah it's, I've
1: been something else that's been really helpful for me is I've actually been unsubscribing from a lot of stuff you know if it's not something I'm actively a community member in I'm just unsubscribing it's funny when you check out to buy socks these days they're like oh can I have your email and I'm like right you
0: know, no way <laughs> No. I don't
1: want you pinging me at 6 a.m. and getting my heart going.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. So, all right, I want, to, I want to go into some hardware. And you gave me a little bit of software stuff. And if you've got any, anything that's helped you to run your multiple businesses, um, mm-hmm. like describe the, the equipment you have. I know you do a ton of stuff on video. You do yeah. a great job on Facebook and Facebook Live. And, and so maybe you can, you, can, you can fold that in here a little bit. But what are the things that you can't live without? that if yeah. you were if you were to go anywhere you you could run your business with.
1: Yeah. Well and this is so cool because we literally when we just moved into the new apartment, it was so cool to move somewhere and not have to go like to a job interview. Right? <laughs> like when you move somewhere, people are like, oh what are you gonna do? And I was like, I don't know, turn on my Wi-Fi.
0: <laughs> so I need Wi-Fi. <laughs> yes.
1: And I'm looking at my phone and what I use absolutely every single day. My entire um, infrastructure for my business uh, is organized in Google Drive. That's where my virtual assistants are able to log in and help me with content. I use one password to manage all of my passwords so that I don't have to A, memorize them, B, get hacked, and C, as I have team members come in, I can allow them access to passwords for software that they really need to access. So I love that system that we've developed. Um, I use Mm. Cam Scanner a lot. Cam Scanner is a really cool app that lets you take a picture of something and turn it into PDF quality. So if I'm exchanging documents or you know signing a speaking agreement, I don't want it to just be like a lame looking picture off my phone, but I don't want to have a big printer. So Cam Scanner is a super cool um, app that I use. Mm-hmm. And also Trello, especially for my coaching and training business, that's where I have virtual assistant help and my husband helps with some of that. Trello is a really cool place that you can create kind of workflows. I keep them super simple of just like assigned to Chelsea, Chelsea done. So you can create like these columns of who's working on different tasks. So that's can be super helpful, especially if you have a team. And I'm really lucky that within our network marketing business, everything is kind of taken care of from a tech standpoint. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we have a team website, we have Facebook groups where we educate people. So for that business, my where I do most of my damage is Facebook Messenger.
0: Facebook Messenger.
1: Yeah, I connect with a lot of people. Um, you know, it's really how, nice. How, m- how do you to-
0: use yeah. Facebook Messenger? I'm I'm curious.
1: Yeah, I build relationships through it. I interact with new friends that connect with me. People who are interacting with my live videos. I actually, if people are in um, the same industry as me, I have this really cool. Uh, MLM Facebook power hour checklist of like what to do every day that helps you uh, Compliantly beat the Facebook algorithm and show up everywhere Right like people are always telling me Chelsea. I feel like you must post 24 7 I'm not I'm just doing the things that make Facebook happy to show my stuff to way more people than you are and so that's the really cool thing that I use Facebook messenger to interact with people I use all the features of Facebook because I want people seeing the video I put out there or seeing the posts that I work so hard to craft that's going to potentially, ideally every day, uh, be bringing me multiple leads that I can talk to who are like-minded, interested in the same topics as I am. So I really use the Facebook Messenger to deepen relationships with people who might have something in common with me listen for a potential need that I could help solve, right? It, sales is really about solving problems for people. And then if I can offer a solution, getting them connected to a tool or connected to a way they can learn more.
0: Wow, uh, that's that's pretty phenomenal. And I love, there, this is so unique and there is no like one way to do it, but it, I love the way that um, you, you found a way that actually works for you. And Chelsea, like if you move to California tomorrow, you literally could still use the same methods that you use yeah. right now, right?
1: Yep. I, it doesn't, literally does not matter. I was on the phone this morning. I do also use LinkedIn, where on LinkedIn, I am much more likely just to hop on a networking call to hear people's stories, try to add value. If I hear a pain point or you know a way that I think we could work together, great. But I think 20 minutes with someone on the phone is always worthwhile, to be honest. And this morning, I was on the phone with someone who actually lives in Lewiston, Maine, which is huh. where... I'm from, but he saw that I was in Wilmington, North Carolina, didn't know the connection. We hop on the phone. It turns out he's from Germany and the network marketing business that I'm in is open in Germany. So we're now talking, you know, had no idea why we were going to hop on the phone. He booked an appointment through my Calendly. We hop on the phone. All of a sudden we're talking about launching business into Germany together. So if you are looking for, you know, it's just about finding eyeballs, to catch what you're doing, basically, whether you're posting on LinkedIn, whether you're growing an an influencer status on Instagram, whether you're showing up every day on Facebook. I really believe social media allows us to really grow that network, deepen our influence, and then have the really cool conversations because people do business with those that they know, like, and trust. We hear that all the time. I truly believe social media just helps us to deepen that and shorten the curve, that you could meet someone on Tuesday they watch two of your live videos or hear two of your podcasts or see a picture of you and your family, you being authentic. Then when business comes up, they feel like they know you. They might even feel like they love you.
0: <laughs> wow. Uh, so, so Chelsea, I don't think that a lot, I mean, we see some of this, some of us do, but I don't think a lot of us are doing this. Can you, can you simplify? Like, so even maybe it's just this person in Lewiston, Maine, or maybe yeah. someone like, how does someone normally like, how, how do you actually move from, Uh, unknown to suspect to prospect to Chelsea's deepening relationship with these people to now you're working together like how like how like social media what how's this happening
1: my ninja skills yeah
0: and you're like you're like like in Facebook is is gotta be it right I mean take take me take me through a little bit of that
1: yeah I think it's really important to have a hub to have one social media platform that you really commit to mastering because it doesn't happen overnight on any of them you know, contrary to what it looks like. And so I decided that Facebook is my hub. That's where I spend most of my time and then repurpose content elsewhere. So I spend most of my time on Facebook. I'm starting to get a following or just traction, I guess, on Instagram as Chelsea Fournier Online. And I do interact a couple times a week on LinkedIn and try to schedule appointments. So really, this has actually been a really helpful definition for me. I'm like nerdy lawyer girl. so. Sometimes I just need to have a definition and like rules. So, what I started to realize is that people who are interacting with my posts. So, let's say I do a Facebook live video, maybe I'm talking about, uh, you know, a gluten free recipe and, you know, showing people how to make it. Like, it could be something as sim- silly as that, not on topic for any of my businesses. But if somebody comments on that, and says, hey, I love watching your you know, health focus posts, or hey, would love to get the recipe. In my mind, the definition I'm giving them is lead. They are someone online that is saying, hey, I'm here. I'm paying attention to what you're doing. Wave back at me, basically, right? hmm Now, it's up to me to t- see if that lead is maybe a potential prospect. Now, I truly believe we need to show up online as humans first and marketers second.
0: Amen, what does that mean briefly? To
1: me, that means that not every lead is gonna be a prospect. Not every person on the planet ha- you know, wants what you have or wants to whip out their credit card for you. But if we can show up and just ask questions, you know, hey, saw that you were looking at you know, my video on gluten-free recipes. Is that something you're dabbling in? Oh my gosh. My daughter just got diagnosed with something. We've got to start eliminating diet, right? So now we're in a conversation where I'm learning more about this person's life. Now, if I have a solution, potentially, if I I happen to work in health and wellness, so if I said, um, you know, hey, I'm so sorry that your family's going through this, but, you know, I saw that you liked that recipe. If I knew of a natural product that might help your daughter, would you want to know about it? Then if that person says, yes, they're a prospect. They're going to start going through my workflow. We're going to have a conversation, get her some tools to look out about the product I represent. But if she says, no, I'm not going to like delete her. I'm going to be her friend. I'm going to ask her how her daughter's doing in a couple of days or, you know, see if she likes something else uh, that I post on a different topic. So just as though you walk into a networking room, right? If you're in traditional sales, maybe you go to an after hours event through your chamber of commerce Mm-hmm. You don't expect everyone in there. You don't just roll in and say, ah, there's 100 people here, 100 sales for me tonight. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> like, like you would never do that in person. But we get online and we start thinking everyone's going to buy from us and confused as to why they don't. But we haven't actually had taken the time. If we were in person, we would go shake their hand. We would exchange business cards. We would ask about their wife. We would have the pleasantries. Before we said, hey, we should grab coffee. And see if we can help each other. And so I really just try to bring like natural social and professional flows to online. And what's fantastic is by the time someone says, Yes, I am interested in that, I'm not selling them. I'm offering them a solution.
0: They've already bought you.
1: They've already bought me. And whether yeah. or not they say, Oh, it's too expensive or I don't know or blah 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 like there's gonna be objection objections as a salesperson. You gotta learn your top 20 objections and how to handle them gracefully and, you know, help people navigate. But it's really about online, just looking at it as though you're in person. But for me, super introverted Chelsea, I can do it all from my computer and it takes that anxiousness out of it so I can really show up and and be there for that person. So that's really, you know, I focus on attracting leads now that I've shared that kind of distinction. My job every day is to show up online and attract some leads by sharing good content, by showing up, by being in Facebook groups, by having an online presence, and then to proactively reach out to these people, chat them up, be a human first, connect with them, and if they are a prospect for what I can offer, then asking permission and saying, hey, if I knew something that could help you, would you wanna know about it? Or if I could, you know, point you to a course that I teach on social media, would you be interested? And then, if you have enough of those conversations going, you literally never run out of leads.
0: Chelsea, that is, I, I love, I love how you uh, how you took something old, and you made it new. And really, this is just the way that it works. It's human nature. Yeah. And, uh, and I just love how you in 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 overall. And I've seen your stuff. I mean, uh, you're just you're authentic. You share authentically, and you share consistently too, because. Obviously the race doesn't go to the person who does the right thing every once in a while. It goes to the yeah. person who does it right all the time. Yeah. And um, yeah, I wonder if, if you could speak a little bit to, uh, to consistency and then um, you know, we're, we're rounding third base here. We are, we are, yeah. We're almost done here, but um, maybe share a little bit about uh, how consistency has played into it for you.
1: Yeah, I think that's huge. So f- live video on Facebook has been a game changer for me in both of my businesses. And I did not want to do it in the beginning. I was at an event where it was given as a challenge and, you know, picture a really dynamic couple up on stage talking about the power of live video. And they say, you know, raise your hand. If you're going to do a video during lunch. And all of a sudden I felt my hand raised and I was like, Oh no. (laughs) What have I said? Uh (laughs) And they said, if your hand is raised, you're also committing to do it for 30 days straight. And so I am someone who if I say I'm gonna do something, I do it. And so for 30 days straight, I did a live video. Some days they were crappy. Some days they were me trying to figure out how to turn the button off correctly. (laughs) But 30 days in, I started to see that consistency was starting to build a little bit of a following. And the first day after the 30 day challenge, I didn't do one, you know, breath of fresh air. And then a couple days later, two people on the same day messaged me and said very profound things of like, you know, hey, are you going to start doing your videos? One of them said that it was the highlight of her day because she was going through a divorce. She was in a really dark place, and she liked hearing my like joyful laugh, right? N- nothing profound that I was sharing. I was just becoming part of the rhythm of her day. Wow. Somebody else said that she and her daughter liked watching me together on their commute into school because I did my videos in the morning at the time. She was like, you know, I've actually shared your videos with some of my students, and... And I'm I'm really bummed you're not doing them. I was like, whoa. Like I hadn't gotten a huge spike in sales at the time because of it, but I I started to see the potential that if I can show up consistently and people can know, like, and trust me, then when there's a way for us to work together, if they have a need that they think I could solve, why wouldn't they come to me? And so I just saw it as the long game. And so I still every day proactively work my warm market list or follow-ups and all the intentional stuff, but The attraction marketing of continuing to grow your network and really add value and pour into people so that you are the one they think of when they have a need. um, That consistency is huge because people, for sure, especially if you're thinking about live videos or showing up on Facebook, it is about adding value, it's about being authentic, um, and it's the consistency. And that's how you stand out. You don't have to be the best, you just have to show up a couple times a week and share intentionally or thoughtfully. And, uh, and really just be yourself.
0: And then I love my, my wife always, um, uh, obviously, we for, for the listeners, my wife uh, was able to meet with, it was me, you, and, and her, and it was phenomenal. And, and one of the things that um, she remembers, even still, was knowing going into this, that you almost had to set your face like stone, because you knew that you were going to have some friends i'm holding up air quotes or some other people that were gonna say oh gosh you know chelsea's doing this again mm-hmm. uh, how do you overcome that
1: um it's a work in progress every day i think the you know i really talk about helping people to create a magnetic timeline and i use that word specifically because a magnet has two sides in order to attract you also have to repel it's just the law of nature and so as you play bigger there's gonna be people who are raving fans and share and you know feels so exciting. And then there's gonna be that one person that sh- sends you an email that says, I think you're a fraud or you know, from lawyer to selling stuff on Facebook, what's happened to you? And it's that one person that gets under your skin if you let it, right? Mm. And so I think it's a work in progress because I continue to I want to play bigger. I want my audience to grow. I want to be offering more value and I know, that you know sensitive skin Chelsea needs to continue to grow to be okay that haters or people coming in who don 't get what you 're doing it just really means that you 're on the right path, even though it doesn 't feel that way in the moment
0: mm, I love it, Chelsea. This has been such a good time with you uh, it 's been so much fun, and um sorry, not sorry. We went a little bit longer than normal, but uh this was this was good and necessary and needed, and this is just one of those things that i 'm going to listen to a few times in the process of uh you know just. You know, washing my mind and in, in, in moving towards where we're going, but um, it's been fun. Can can you tell us maybe maybe any last words of encouragement for those that um, that are looking towards a lifestyle like you live, and um, you know taking the plunge and uh, and let us know how we can get in touch with you and in, in the multiple businesses that you offer that we maybe maybe you're fit for some of the listeners, and um, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. And I think the last words that I would share with someone, especially if you could relate to the beginning of my story of just feeling like you know you need to do something different. I'm sure some of the listeners are already in sales and looking to Donnie as an amazing catalyst for their career. Some people may be looking for how do I start the path for that, you know, outside the box lifestyle. It's really just to trust yourself, no matter what you're doing, just find a way to stand out and to be the best at what you're doing in a way that's really authentic. You know, we all have superpowers as I like to call them and if your super superpowers being super detail oriented or really welcoming, like whatever you're doing, just really find the way that you can shine because that's how more opportunities come to you. And um, yeah, people can definitely check out my website. It's chelseefornear.com. I'm sure you can put some links in the notes. If you are in network marketing or direct sales and want to hop into my tribe of intentional entrepreneurs, Um, You can hopefully spell that. I know it's a mouthful, but uh, that's over on Facebook. And that's a super cool uh, free online community where I do uh, free trainings every Tuesday.
0: Awesome. Listen, guys, you have just leveled up by listening to someone who is crushing it out there. And uh, hopefully this helps you to sell anywhere because that means you can sell everywhere. Thank you, my friend, for joining us on the Sell Anywhere podcast, where if you can sell anywhere, you can sell everywhere, and your talent is not limited to your zip code. I want to tell you right now, just go into the show notes or go to thesalesclassroom.com, and you're going to find more. You're going to get that free home selling survival kit that we told you about, as well as other ways to interact directly with me, your host, Donnie Tuttle. And if you just want to drop me a line, tell me that you like something or suggest someone for the show, find me on DonnyTuttle.com or go to my LinkedIn. I do a lot of stuff on LinkedIn. So great hanging with you, and we will catch you on the flip side.